Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Uh, declare. <laughs> Wild, wild scenes. Uh, that was in the household of Ollie Wine's siblings as he was announced the 2021 Brownlow medalist. So I thought, why don't we go and try and capture a little bit of that energy? Uh, Maddie Wines, who's Ollie's older sister, um, who I met when she was a journalist in Bendigo when I was doing radio back there in my hometown. And she's been good enough to jump on the line with us after a really um, a huge night for Ollie, uh, for the Port Adelaide Football Club, but for the Wines family as well. Maddie, hello to you. Hello, Sam. Great to chat to you. Um, what a night. Explain that moment to us. Who was there? Um, take us through it. It was very crazy. Um, so I was with my two other siblings, Harry, who's the youngest brother, and Sophie, who is um, my youngest sister. Um, and we weren't actually going to watch the Brownlow last night. We were still a bit bitter from our, our loss in the prelim. Oh, yep. We'd sort of sworn off footy. <laughs> but we decided to, um, to, to have, a, have, a, uh, have a watch. And I'm glad we did. I'm glad we didn't go to sleep um, <laughs> because that video would not have been captured <laughs> had we not. No, it was, a, it was crazy. We, we can't believe it. We're still in shock. You must um, be. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> As you can um, probably probably tell from my voice, we were in absolute shock. We can't believe it. We did not. We knew he was a favourite, um, but we did not think that it would happen to him, and it did. What? Why was that? Why? Because oh, your dad's been on SEN today as well. So Tony was on with Gary and Tim for, for breakfast, and and he spoke about when he thought, "Oh, hang on, this this might be a reality." Why, for you guys going in, did you not think it was going to be that for, for Ollie? Uh, we felt that he'd had a great season, definitely his career best season, but so had Marcus Bontempelli and Clayton Oliver and Petrarca, Sam Walsh. And although he was a favourite, we just, I don't think we sort of really thought that could actually happen to him, that, that he could win it outright as well. Um, and it wasn't until that last round uh, when they announced that he'd got the two votes, that we it clicked that he was home. And in that moment, what were, I mean, you could hear what you guys were, were feeling. Yeah. But what what about for you? You've been you've been um, really central to to his journey, and you've done a lot. You've even had to report on him at times in your previous life as a as a journalist. But um, you, you've 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 shared a lot of this mm. pathway with him and what were you feeling as, a, as an older sister in that moment? It was just it, pure jubil- jubilation, um, absolute, just we were so proud of him. Uh, he's had an interesting career to date, lots of ups and downs. He's had 
uh, injuries that then get reported on the in the media and get a bit of bad media. He, he got the captaincy, then he lost it. You really do, as a I guess a um, a sister or a brother of, of a player, and if you asked anyone, they said probably say the same thing. But you really do ride every wave with them, and after a bad loss, you feel that bad loss, and you know what what they'll be feeling like. And so for him to and, you know, in our family, we don't chase personal accolades, but for him to win the Brownlow medal and um, be up there among some of the, the greatest players is just an absolute testament to the resilience that he's shown um, over the years and, and the type of person that he's grown into. And we are just so proud of him. There's something to be said about uh, the connection that, that country footy players have with the Brownlow. Seven out of the last 10 have been uh, born in, in, in regional areas, uh, 14 of the last 20. So growing up in Echuca, um Gary and Tim also spoke to um, his former coach uh, and now the uh, the publican at the Echuca Hotel, Dave Connolly, was on earlier today. Um, what kind of kid was Ollie? So Ollie was a – he'd eat a lot. He, he ate a lot <laughs> as a kid. He was an extremely loyal brother. As a big sister, I, I probably bossed him around a lot and made him do everything that I wanted to do. Um, he loved he loved dad and being outside. Um, he was he'd follow dad around like a little puppy dog. Um, he looked up to his dad a lot. No, he was a really really good brother. Um, and then as his um, sort of his career's sort of taken off through through those younger years, um, you could see the dedication that he put into to his footy as well as his schoolwork. He's actually really quite smart, academic, so very hardworking. And, and I think that's really reflected um, in his in his footy um, that we see today. But no, he was, he was, a, he was a good brother. <laughs> well, uh, when did you, you, you love your footy and you know your footy well. When did you look at him? <laughs> at what age did you go, we, um, we might have a player on our hands here. <laughs> we could have something here. <laughs> I don't know if I know much about footy. It definitely wasn't until... Um, his last year that we really did think that he would get uh, drafted. Last year of 18s, sort of, under 18s. Yeah, yep. yes, yeah. His final year of under 18s that we thought that he would actually get drafted um, as a top 10 pick. So he he was a, a real late bloomer. It took a while for him to lose like his puppy fat, I guess you'd call it. <laughs> um, and also it, tall. He got, he got taller later um, towards the end of his team. So it wasn't until that time that we thought, oh, we might have something, you know, you might be getting drafted. And then, of course, it all unfolded from there. Do you remember draft? How vividly do you remember draft night? One of the things that stood out oh. on draft night, and he's spoken about the fact that there were some family tears. Um, yeah. he, you know, you guys and, and he, you know, it was well documented that, you know, he wasn't that keen to head out of Victoria. You guys are really close-knit family, like a lot are, but it, it, it was very much the, the hope that he would be drafted by a Victorian team, so much so that your mum said uh, reportedly Tom Morris was reminding <laughs> us all that when Melbourne took Jimmy Tumpus instead of him, said, well, you've just given up a Brownlow medalist. So do you remember draft <laughs> night? Oh, I remember draft night very vividly. Um, I think mum said that out of spite, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's been <laughs> proven being Nostradamus. So true. Oh no, uh, um, draft night was the, the only night, other than Brownlow night, that my dad's ever cried. Um, <laughs> it was we we didn't really believe that he would get drafted to Port Adelaide 
until they well, they had told us previously before sorry draft night that that court would are going to take him but I don't think we really believed it until they called out his name on the night and of course like you said being a close-knit family being a family from country Victoria having Ollie leave us at 18 was very it was it was really daunting and scary especially for him he's he's a massive homebody he loves home um so it was at first we didn't know sort of what to do but that that's football isn't it you, you can't really choose where you want to be drafted and full credit to him he he um jumped at the opportunity um and i, I think it's really paying paying off but we we couldn't think any high more higher um of Port Adelaide they have been amazing it's incredible the the family the the friends we've made mum and dad's best friends and our um, parents of players it's it's amazing that the club it's absolutely brilliant but no it was it was a real shock at first um, but he took everything in his stride and in the end it's probably the perfect place for him it's it's just a a big country town Adelaide Mm. Um, and yeah no we love it going over there um, you could see last night, speaking of Matty Wines, Ollie Wines' sister, Brownlow medalist, uh, 2021, Port Adelaide's first ever. Uh, Matty, you could see how he was at real pains. And, we, and, and it's been, we've, we've had a bit of a chuckle that, that Chris Davies has helped him with what he wanted to say. But you could <laughs> see that there was real sincerity and intent for him wanting to yes. put the attention on his teammates, on the Port Adelaide Football yes. Club, on David Kosh, on Ken Hinckley, Chris Davies, Michael Voss, um, understanding the you know the the support that they've given him, um, how big has that club been in um, in making the not just the footballer but the man that you know today? Oh, they've been incredible. Um, they have been with him every step of the way. Um, they have so much faith in him. Um, he, yeah, he's had his downs, his moments where he perhaps could have been um, made a different decision or been a little bit better and and they've stuck by him and I think the faith that they've had had in him is really um, paying dividends now he like I said we don't as a family we don't chase personal accolades he's not someone who would go out to win the brown low medal he he wants team success mm. that's number one for him getting a premiership for um, players like Travis Boak and Robbie Gray who have been there with him that's what he wants um, but that club, it's incredible, Port Adelaide. And, you know, not, not too many people in Victoria would sort of know anything about Port Adelaide. But really, they are they're one hell of a club. And the support that they've shown Ollie um, to become the, the man he is, as well as the support that they've shown our family um, to be comfortable in having him over there is just, it's, it's incredible. Can I ask you about, you mentioned that there'd been some times that had been a little difficult and, I, and I've brought them up earlier in the show about the, what the last two years have sort of entailed and mm-hmm. there's been injuries and there's, obviously you mentioned the captaincy, there's times when he hasn't been automatically selected in the 22, yeah. but probably the biggest one was the water skiing one, um, that when he got yeah. injured water skiing, went back home uh, during pre-season and there was a lot that came with that and you mentioned that the, the, the level um, of critique of that and uh, the condemnation mm-hmm. of those actions um, uh, was was pretty strong. What what? Yeah. You, how is that quite a tough experience? And and how did Ollie and how did you guys as a family handle that? Yeah, no that that was tough. That was tough. And you know he maybe he did make the wrong decision, but he sort of became the poster boy for should athletes be doing these things in their break. And 
um, it, it's really hard to watch your sibling, who you know was completely did this thing that he's been doing for years so innocently. Um, it's really hard to sort of, uh, and you can't avoid the media, the media attention that followed him, but it's really hard to sort of watch that. Um, and I guess the best thing that we could do is just be there for him, be the outlet that he needed when he didn't want to talk about footy um, and just and just be his family like like we've always been. Um, yeah, but it was it was really tough watching um, just how dejected he got, I guess, because of the rehab that was involved and he was looking forward to a really good season. Um, but just to be there for him, I think that's what he needed most, just to know that we still love him and that we've got his back. And when he's spoken about uh, the fact that uh, that when maybe the feelers were put out about a possible um, move back to Victoria, was that a bit of a byproduct of what the last sort of what that year had been? And um, and in those moments that you're at your lowest, that's when you miss your family the most often. Um, was that a, a bit of a part of that? Do you feel as well? Yes, I, I yeah, you're spot on, Sam. It was a real culmination of just missing family, um, not being able to play footy, just. Um, this media scrutiny, I think it just sort of all um, bottled itself up and sort of looking at an option to move closer to home was something um, perhaps that is something that he could have done. Um, but in the end, it's all worked out yeah. for the best. And I'm so glad that he stayed with Port Adelaide. Now, beautifully said. Before I let you go, I, we started off with the video that you posted, which we we all love. <laughs> So what I, what I wanted to finish off with was what happened after that? So what did you guys do? Because, you know, mum and dad are back in Echuca. You guys are all in the house together going wild. What was the rest of the night? What did you do after? When did you get to speak to him? When did you get to speak to mum and dad? We went straight to the wine cupboard and popped a <laughs> bottle of Prosecco. Hey. <laughs> then we FaceTimed mum and dad, chatted to them. Um, and then Ollie actually FaceTimed us. Um, so he gave us a quick call. Um, you opened up the FaceTime and he had it, he had it, um, angled on the, um, on the Brownlow medal. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, of course. That's classic Ollie. We had a little chat to him, but it was a bit hard to speak. So hopefully we talk to him a little later in the week. Um, and then we just sat there in shock really. <laughs> um, well, Maddie, enjoy. It sounds like there's still a, a bit of shock about it, but it's a phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal achievement. Um, and, and a history-making one for obviously being Port Adelaide's first ever. Um, that will be uh, etched in the annals of their history and the game's history until the end of time when we wrap it all up. So uh, it's, a, it, it's just a wonderful moment. Congrats to you and the family uh, and everybody involved. And I'm, I'm so glad you got to enjoy it in the way you did. And, and thanks for sharing that with us tonight. You're very welcome, Sam. Thanks for having me. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.